I haven't read all of. I actually haven't read a ton of Zelazny's novels. I've read the mm-hmm. Amber uh, books, and I've read Lord of Light, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think. I read. Uh, gosh, there was there was a novel that he started and didn't. Oh no, you know. So so actually, this this is funny. Um, there, there's a novel that Alfred Bester had started that Zelazny finished. In the early 90s before he passed away. Because I, th- I think Zelazny passed away in like 97 or 96 or something like that, I think. Somewhere somewhere around there, I believe. Um, but uh, but a- apart from that, I've mostly read his like novellas and short fiction, like uh, Damnation Alley and so uh, Yeah, did, like Damnation Alley and so on. So um, I still have a bunch of his books left to read. But of what I've read, I think this is the most stylistically... Uh, and structurally audacious, and oh boy, is it audacious! It really is. So, um, and and, and if we want to, um, maybe do a little, a little background, just some nothing too deep, because I, I, I do want to get into the novel, uh, because even though it's a rather slim novel, what is it, two hundred something, maybe two hundred seventy pages or something like that, um. It's got like some depth to it that I yeah. wish novels that were, you know, that are currently being published that have five <laughs> times the length had this profundity to them. But I digress. I don't want to get the, um, you know, the, the book Twitter mad at me again about uh, doorstopper novels. So let's <laughs> oh, not. Uh, before, before we jump into it, though, I want to say your, your comment about like there being stuff that you don't remember. Honestly, that still happens to me every time I read the book because so much happens in this. Mm-hmm. Um, book and there's a lot of like little like vignettes that there's just so much detail that each time I read it I feel like there's either a new connection where I'm like oh crap like this was an illusion or foreshadowing of this other thing or because and I'm sure we'll get into this uh, the beginning of the book is is actually three quarters of the way through the story of the book um, it's not it, it basically begins in media res and then jumps back to you know back in the beginning um, there's stuff that I'm like, oh, when they say this, they're referring to something that doesn't happen for like 150 pages more, but they're making like a sideways allusion to it. So there, there's definitely stuff that I forget and then remember each time I read it. Right. Well, that was the one thing that I was like sitting there going like, wait a minute. Like I remember, uh, I, I especially remember like when they, when they, um, at the beginning, where they sort of latch on to the signal, right? And yes. that just gave me like this huge, and of course it's going to give me huge Matrix vibes because the Matrix is based off of like the, sort of like the foundational idea behind sort of Buddhism in that there, this reality that we know is not the real reality in the sense that it's merely suffering. There's a true reality behind it, blah, 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 so on and so forth. But it it just felt very of the matrix when they're trying to hook Neo (laughs) and bring him in. Oh yeah, Um, that's true. I I didn't even think about that. Yeah. uh, And, and so that, that, that part stood out to me. And then as I progressed, I was like, wait, did they go back in time? Because they, they have that whole sequence where tack is not an ape. Mm-hmm. And he's an ape at the beginning. You're like, wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Yeah. And and so something about this book is that it doesn't there's a lot. There, there's not a lot of hand holding. There's a lot to this book is written in a uh, I'm going to call it an anti didactic style where uh, it is presented 
um, like the story is presented as is uh, without much embellishment from like a narrative, uh, not not a narrative voice, but there's not there's not a lot of like authorial narrator voice dropping little tidbits in of like, well, when they say this, they actually mean this. They'll just say things um, mm-hmm. and you're like, huh, I I think that probably means this. And some of some of them are very obvious. For instance, you know, in the first few pages, they, they mention, uh, you know, when first we came from from vanished your wrath. And it's like, well, that sounds like it, it sounds like Earth. So that, mm-hmm. that sounds that's probably a reference to Earth. And then, you know, obviously later on, you, you you're, you're meant to kind of you're meant to kind of gradually untangle this meta narrative, which is in the book of what is kind of really going on. But there's also just like a foreground narrative, which can be read and appreciated much more. It's it's almost it's almost a fantasy novel that can also be read as a science fiction novel or or vice versa. Hey, everyone. What you just heard is a preview of our latest exclusive episode to hear the rest and to access our entire catalog of exclusive content, as well as our patrons only discord chat. Become a patron at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. That's where you can support our work and make sure you get access to everything we do. Patreon.com slash podsidepicnic.